The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is a terrific Tuesday edition of Mix Shots inside the SWBC Podcast Studio as the Cowboys turn their attention towards the playoff-bound Arizona Cardinals. Playoff-bound but reeling Arizona Cardinals taking on the rolling playoff-bound Dallas Cowboys on Sunday at AT AT&T Stadium. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola on this one of the the anniversary of one of the greatest days in Cowboys history. December 28th. December 28th, 1975. Oh, yeah. Come on, guys. You don't no. know that one? Give me a break. The Hail Mary. Roger Staubach to Drew Pearson. So there you that's go. That's right, man. Hail Mary. So that's 25, 46. That lets, that lets you know I was bound. 46 years ago. I was bound ago. to be a Dallas Cowboy. today. Listen, I was bound to be a Dallas Cowboy. What did you do when that play happened? Man, I, I told you, I was, that was my birthday. My mom was in there making a cake. And, boy, when he caught that pass, I was so freaking happy. I came skipping into the kitchen. Mom, the Cowboys just won the game. She's like, oh, okay, that's great. Whatever. I'm just trying to remember if I actually was watching the game on TV. I was dying. I was you had dying. to be watching the game I was on dying. TV. There was, was no playoffs. other game on TV. It was a playoff. It was a wild card playoff game. Yes. Yeah, but I might have been working. Covering it was 1975. Games. That was my first year uh, nice. out of college. Really? Nice. Yeah. Okay. Missouri wasn't in a bowl game. I was. <laughs> I was yeah, well, he was in Chicago. No, I was working in, in Anderson, South Carolina. Yeah, I was going to say, he was somewhere uh, Mississippi. Yeah. yeah, he was somewhere down there. I was shocked. A, pla- a place where Italians are just revered all the time. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you how many Back times, in 1976. How many times I was called Yankee down there. <laughs> and you might as well go back home, too. Right. Did you, have, did, you should have adopted an accent. They man. didn't appreciate me one bit down there. Some things right. that they, knew, they knew you were Yankee by the way you just typed your work. I, I, I think one of the first interviews on the phone I did with some coach, and they was telling me it was a high school deal, and they were telling me what league they were in. And it was the Palmetto League. <laughs> I had never heard of a Palmetto tree in I, I my life. No, no, I don't. <laughs> right? I still and don't I was know. like, what? And they go Palmetto. What, what, is, go, what family is it in? What's is South that? Carolina the Palmetto State? Uh, it might have been. I it didn't know. Not, no, it is not. <laughs> there I'm is a Palmetto sure State, though. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> there is one. So is it like a. Uh, 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 magnolia tree, sort of. Okay, yeah. okay. There you go. And, and I got the when I didn't ask him, could you spell that? He goes, "Where are you from?" Yeah, one L or two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Golly! All right, I'm having to look up the, the Palmetto. Can you spell it? Yeah, South Carolina. It is. It is the Palmetto State. Wow. So that was the reason the and, conference and, and was and the did, Palmetto and Conference. And I did learn it. Yes, I yeah. real All right. quick. That's cool. And, and, something. That and I also day. and I also learned that the Civil War was still being argued oh, yeah. about too. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> and still yeah. being fought in some quarters. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, it is a Tuesday. December. So were you watching it? Of course I was watching it. Of course I was. Was it a Sunday? It was a Sunday. It was? Okay. Yes, it was. Right. 
church was done by then? So I, don't, I don't think I went that day. Yeah. Because I was, I was watching the game. Yeah. I was watching the whole game. And mom was making the cake. And I remember uh, it was uh, we, the, the Vikings used speaking to of cakes. Speaking of cakes. Speaking of cakes. Hey, you, thought, you thought we had forgotten it cupcake. was your birthday today. Not cake, but That's cupcake. Right. Cupcakes. There you go. And in Come fact, on, there man. they are. Look, look at Chris. Hey, Count them up. Chris. Count them up. How many right. cupcakes are there? Count there's there's, there's uh, 11. Why? 11. 11. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Don't catch the microphone know, on fire. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, alcohol might catch fire. Here you go, guys. Good job. Thank All you, right. people. You want to make a wish? I am going to make a wish. No, are you going to sing happy birthday? Hold on, hold on. I, 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 don't, I don't sing. Okay, good. Okay. All right. You made your wish? I did. All right. You got to get them all. There you go. <laughs> you got one more. There you go. Please, I'm so glad they didn't. God. That's what I was worried <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, that is. Oh, it came back. Uh, it's sorry. one of those yeah. candles that doesn't yeah, blow out. get this done. Right? There you go. Put that over there before the, the water comes You know down. why I bought those? Because they were supposed to be sparkle candles. Well, yeah, I, and they uh, weren't right. sparkling. We do they have were a, flaming. We do have a sprinkler system <laughs> yeah, out here. Be careful. Good thing. <laughs> thank still you open, guys, uh, man. I really happy birthday. Yeah, happy thank birthday. You very much. I appreciate it. Sixty-two, by the way. If sixty-two. Asking, sixty-two years old. Good thing we didn't have sixty-two candles. Thank God. I wouldn't yeah. go do that. But yeah. that's why I knew I was bound to be a cowboy. That day, that, that sealed it for day. you. Growing up in Hamilton Park, I died with every loss. I know you did too. Uh-huh. Remember the sure. Vikings used to kick our butts before that day. So the high Vikings sco- owned us. Still high school then. I was sixteen. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I was a junior, a junior in high school. Yeah. And uh, I hated the purple people eaters mm-hmm. because they would kick our butts every time. And this was the time we finally got. You know, it kind of did. It kind of in the in the reign of the Vikings. It did. It did. It did. Know? It sure did. Because before that was Chuck the... Foreman and all those guys, Fran Talkington, and they had a, a, they had talent on that mm-hmm. team. They kept going to the Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. It kept losing them. And kept, kept losing, losing them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not yeah. as bad as Buffalo, but yeah. Well, hell, four is four. four, is four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on if you're a Vikings fan or not. Right. Well, so good. Well, that's a good way to kick off the show. Oh, man, I right? still feel the, feel the sulfur in my nose. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mickey. So what do you what do you, you got? Oh wow, you got a legal pad full of stuff. You got papers strewn across the table in front of you. So today, where do you like the, to start? Today's the first day that teams without head coaches can ask for permission uh, hmm. to interview assistant coaches. In the league, and it's being reported that uh, Jacksonville has asked permission of the Cowboys for Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore, hmm. uh, and also have ha- asked permission uh, for Doug Peterson, Todd Bowles, and Byron Leftwich. Well, they don't have to ask permission for for Peterson. Peterson, they just want to interview him, right? But and I think they already did brought him because Peterson didn't have a job. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And then uh, Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich. Both at Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's kicked off uh, the start. Who's the other team? That's There's two teams that uh, need a, already fired their coaches. Who's, it was Jack. It was what? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. And, uh, God, who's another? Oh, the Raiders. The Raiders. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah, of course, the Raiders. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Basachi is going to get them in the playoffs. They, he may, They're looking good. He may earn that job. 
can they interview? <laughs> they have so, to interview? so okay. If, so if, Dan, if Dan goes, do we have anyone? Do we have any of Dan's uh, disciples that can remain? Sort of. Uh, and, and, and I'll get to that. And so uh, Quinn was asked about it on, on Monday, and uh, his response was, I'll be ready if the right scenario presents itself. Mm-hmm. I wasn't coming here to look uh, what my next job would be. I wanted to come here and have a blast and hopefully kick ass and make an impact. <laughs> well, he's doing that. So, And then Kellen Moore response on Friday, if the opportunity shows up, that would be awesome. Uh, but we've got a lot to take care of uh, with this thing here first. So uh, what you would expect the coaches uh, to say, uh, Mike McCarthy, you know, the head coach always, it's definitely well-deserving and they're ready. So uh, you embrace that basically opportunity. Uh I, I think these jobs are hard to get. So that was his response on Monday during his uh, media session. Okay, and so now what is the process? If they want uh, they want to interview them, when can they interview them? So I, I read— because, because the process used to be that we had to wait until after the right. season. New and, rule and, this year. And, right. And, and I, 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 one of the reports said that for the Cowboy coaches it was going to be virtually. So okay, not that makes sense. somebody in to get them away from There's what's going on. Another thing that's come from the pandemic where you can right. just Zoom an interview and do something <laughs> face-to-face. Right, yeah. Um, and, and so they can do that as early as this week. I mean, start can, today if they get permission because mm-hmm. today is the first day you well, can I think we're going to put a game plan in today so we're not going to do we're not going <laughs> right. to approve that today okay. <laughs> but once the hay is in the barn as they say maybe Friday I think we'll approve that what do you think so it said that they're allowed to ask for permission in weeks 17 and 18 of the season and then they can it didn't say anything about week 19 though. because the the way the rule has been for a <laughs> it's team be, it's got to still well, I mean, if well, you're in the playoffs, to that point, right, right, right. to that point what the rule has been here most recently is a team that had a bye in the first round of the playoffs they could interview and an assistant coach right. could interview during that week and then but once it got to game week they were and so now what they've changed on the rule these last 2 weeks of the regular season they're going to give them permission to interview for the jobs, uh, and then they can focus on the task at right. hand. And you you would only have one team that would – I mean, with the old rule, you would have more uh, possibilities, right, because there's more teams with buys. Mm-hmm. Now with now only they, one right. team with a buy. Yeah. Uh, Which is, yeah, that would be another reason why they would uh, relax yeah, that, would that rule. Cut down the candidate now, well, now, I didn't hear Dan Quinn's uh, press conference yesterday, but I did see a tweet about that something that he said about – uh, he, he wishes they would tweak the rules as far – if a, an assistant coach got the head coaching mm-hmm. job elsewhere, um, moving on to that new position quickly. Did he say something about that? I don't – Okay, maybe he didn't. I don't recall. Okay. Like he wants like, to or he should No, no, not, not for him personally, right. but that for the rule that a coach could go ahead and take on his new job uh, before he's done here. Like in college. Like in college. Yeah. For instance, getting ready for the ball. For instance, uh, an assistant coach, especially Joey McGuire at Baylor, he was the assistant head coach, and three weeks left in the season, he got the Texas Tech job, Mm -hmm. and they let him go at that point. 
Yeah. There you was know nothing what? said. There was nothing talked about about that. Yeah. Okay. And and I think that would be like quitting and taking a college job mm. before the season's over. Mm-hmm. Which happens all the time. No, it happened. Yeah. It happened once, here. Which, sure. I, which I don't understand. <laughs> no, that was. <laughs> it, it happened here, and, yes. and it was it was uh, uh, with the blessing of yes. the, this organization. I'm glad you pointed. So, in other words, they, <laughs> yes. they they booted him on out. They showed him the door. I, I think they pulled some strings to get him the job at Oklahoma. Yes. Okay. But remember, we talked a week or so ago about Atlanta, right? With. Uh, Oh, who was it? Went to Arkansas. Oh, Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino. Right. Left his staff high and dry after mm-hmm. being there. And Zimmer was on that staff. Ooh. And he was he's still hot over that. If you ever if you ever look up that interview on YouTube, it's a good one. Because mm-hmm. he let him have it the next year cuz yeah. he was in Cincinnati. Okay, you know in the, on the in the at the college level, there's a there's a real especially with that early signing day. Yeah. There is a real reason why a coach needs to get to his college job. He can start to recruit. He's got a, he's got he can recruit immediately and that's why we saw this year uh the colleges making firings during the regular season and basically hirings during the regular season so that their new coach can hit the ground running right. recruiting. From an NFL standpoint, what is the advantage? I mean, outside of just preparing, you know, and studying your new roster and, yeah. and being at the Senior Bowl and uh, and so forth, what is the advantage of going on to your new job? Because, well, I would think you want to start putting your staff together. Right, that would be one. But if guys sure. still are under contract, they might still that, be working and as they, well. Yeah, and, you right. can't, and you can't That would be the main reason. Right. But, but if you had, like for instance, in the, at the college level right now, this week, Dan Lanning is the new head coach at Oregon. Right. Okay, and he's been announced as the new head coach at Oregon, but he is staying as the defensive coordinator at Georgia because okay. they're playing in this playoff, okay. and he is going to be calling the defense. That's unusual on Friday. That is very unusual for the Georgia Bulldogs in yeah. their uh, national semifinal game, and so. I, can you? Uh, I don't, OU there's has no a few reason guys. for the NFL to. What's, to, what's that? Chris? I said OU also has a few guys that are coaching in their bowl game and then going to go out to USC. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what you. Yeah, should but usually do. they they, they they're happening. gone. I think they're, they're gone. gone. We don't well, want that. we don't want them around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to forget his name. Your former quarterback at OU. That left Missouri as the offensive coordinator, Josh Heupel. Josh Heupel. He was at Tennessee, he head did coach that of Tennessee. Missouri played their bowl. Oh game yeah, and that happens year. all the time. And he took the tight yeah. end coach with right. him. No, he took the other coach with him, and so a tight end coach who had never called plays became the offensive coordinator. Right. For the bowl uh, that, game. That, that How do you think that bowl game turned it out? Didn't turn out too well. Didn't turn out very well. <laughs> you know, you know what happened when Cliff Kingsbury, who now the you know, Cowboys playing the Arizona Cardinals But he Cardinals went to Southern Cal first, right? But no, but he went from Texas A&M. He was the offensive coordinator at Texas A&M. Johnny Manziel mm-hmm. uh, was his quarterback, and he got the Texas Tech head coaching job. He left before A&M played Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl, and uh, he uh, basically the assistant coaches were running the show, and it was it was Clarence Shellman, who was a running backs coach, who was calling plays. 
and a GA by the name of Riley Dodge, who is helping him call plays in that Cotton Bowl, which was a lopsided uh, uh, blowout win for Texas A&M over really? Oklahoma. It worked out really well wow. uh, for them in that game. But to your point, Everson, this Dan Lanning staying on at Georgia uh, and and already being and, and being actively the head coach at Oregon is is very unusual. And the only time they do it at the college level is if you're in the college playoffs. That's true. I mean, That's there's true. The, uh, these other bowl games are. I, but I can't see when, the, when you games. talk about a head coaching job. When is this? When is the 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 senior bowl being played? Is it before the Super Bowl? Is yeah, that, yes, it's, that, it's, it's, it's last towards week the end in January. January. So that's why, as a as a pro coach, you kind of want to be in position with your new team at that senior bowl if you're not if your team's not in the right. playoffs. And or you, yeah, or you need permission to go down there. Although you know what, for for. for for the Senior Bowl, and one of the important things there is the in-person interviews of you can set up. But the practices, you can get them uh, on tape. You, but that's game, not why they – yeah, like yeah. you said, they go there to talk to the kid. Right. Yeah. But you can send the scouts there, and they, they do a, a really good job. You think so? Inter- yeah, they get in the way of the media after the practice <laughs> sessions. So you know but, they're doing a good job because yeah, right? they're in your way. Okay, so but look, let's look at it at this situation. Let's say whether it's Jacksonville, Las Vegas, whoever it might be, they decide they want to hire either Kellen Moore or Dan okay. Quinn as their head coach, and they make that decision by January twelfth, which mm-hmm. is before the playoffs start. Mm-hmm. Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn, they are not leaving this no. job until it is seen all the way to the end, and hopefully that would be all the way through the Super Bowl. Uh, even though. So it could be could it be announced that they are the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars yeah, on January and, whenever that decision and is still made stay with and the still team. stay with the Cowboys yeah, all right. the way to the and, end and 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 trusting both sides trusting that the guy as opposed, does both at the same as time as opposed to what happened with SMU and TCU this year TCU had their opening on Halloween they basically a week later decided they were hiring the SMU head coach Sonny Dykes as their coach but and SMU had a lot to play for they did not play well down no, the stretch they did not. <laughs> in fact they lost i think their last 3 games or four of the last 5 or whatever and and then after the SMU season was over they went ahead and made the announcement that Sonny Dykes is the new head coach at TCU. The decision, the, over, the decision had already been made gotcha. uh, before that, but it was never announced. So I'm wondering, will the NFL handle it differently and go ahead and make the announcement, or it will? How just do you be keep something like that secret? These you days? can't. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a secret. It wasn't with, with Sunny Dice. Exactly. Either. Yeah. They tried to make it seem like it was a secret. The truth is like water. It'll find its own level. <laughs> All right, and uh, speaking of the truth, okay, before we go to this break, I want to clarify on the Minnesota Vikings because I said that that kind of the, the Hail Mary kind of ended their run. Well, actually, it did not kind of end their run. Because the next year they lost in the Super Bowl in 1976, and then they lost in the conference championship game in 1977. Let's see. Who might have who that up against? <laughs> so that was the win. There you go. That is the run. Yes. The Cowboys on their way to a Super Bowl win over the Denver Broncos. All right, more mix shots in just a moment. Good save. <laughs> hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. 
You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo quiero, yo quiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, to mixed shots. Dak Prescott is the Cowboys nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service activities off the field and excellence on the field. Help Dak earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. Tweet hashtag WPMOY challenge followed by Prescott through January 17th. Vote Dak. Nice. That was perfect. All right. You got much more. You know, we didn't get to a whole lot of on Sunday night's game because we dwelled so much, and rightly so, on the 11 interceptions. And uh, we talked to Marcus Lawrence some in yesterday's show. Uh, any other nuggets from Sunday night? that I got one. And I got one, so go. Let me go first. We'll let the birthday boy Thank you, sir. have the floor. First drive. Yes. Our last third down play. I was just going to bring that what up. What the heck, man? What are we doing? That was was that planned? That was a great design. Yeah, I, was yes. thinking, I was thinking about that driving in. That's amazing yes, that that's you said that. that. I was going to present it. What was the worst play from the game on Sunday <laughs> But it could have been the best it play. It would have been what? if he didn't drop the Here, ball. Here's the amazing thing about that, in my opinion. Is the week before? Have you ever seen that play? I have not. I want to say I have. I the week say before, the week before, the New York Jets ran that same play, and I don't know if it was an end of game scenario, but I saw a tweet and I retweeted it at the time uh, when I saw it the week before, and, and actually passed it on to a friend. Braxton Berrios um, was uh, on the. I think he was in the Yamari Cooper role uh-huh. on the receiving end yeah. of a pass from another player, and he has some family that live here that we know, and so I passed it on to them. Hey, Braxton made a play. What he also had a kickoff return for a touchdown this week. But anyway, uh, but it was amazing because I saw that play, 
Uh, and then the Cowboys basically ran the same play, and I was like, now, is he ad-libbing? No, Amari was set he up was out waiting. there. He was waiting. He was waiting on it. So I'm sitting there wondering, do these play callers in the league, do they, like, text each other and, hey, look what play I ran no, this week? No, no, they're trying then, to hide it, but then they, Kellen saw it. Right. That must have been what happened. Because yeah, I'm sure he did. You could, not only was Amari waiting, I think I saw CD blocking. Mm-hmm. I saw CD blocking after he, he pitched it. After he pitched it, and he was blocking the guys away from the sideline because Amari's on the sideline. CD was blocking to shield them from the sideline, like inside. Inside, pushing he's pushing in. them back inside. Now that's not where you want them because that's where Cedric was going. But it, but it's like, is it an option play for the receiver? Okay, be. because Cedric had a decision to make. It, as he, I mean, he was approaching first the first he down had about sticks, five yards to go, and he had some players in yeah, his way. In his way. I, yeah, I under, they were waiting on him. I under. Understood <laughs> the decision that okay, I can't get there. I'm going to go ahead, but I would imagine he has that option. That's what it was. You it know, was like an RPO. That, or, that's like right. An RPO, it was yeah. an RPO. In <laughs> or judging, or, or judging, or judging from what he didn't do on the fake punt against Washington last year, mm-hmm. they probably told him pitch the thing. Don't hold on to it. But he judging did a great by, job. Judging yep. by the reaction, just the body language of the head coach on the sideline, yes. it looked like the head coach would have preferred he'd go ahead and try to get that first oh, down. No, well, I thought his, no, you thought, I thought his reaction was, God, we set up another good play and oh, okay. didn't That's execute. what I'm thinking. Right. Catch the ball. Okay. Yeah. He, he was like that because the, the, the okay. he dropped the ball, but if he catches that ball, man, we're looking like geniuses. And he had to make sure the pitch was behind. Sure, and it was. Got to be a and I think pass. It was. Did Cooper have to turn to? No, nah, it? It, it was I, right. To it him, was right? behind. Yeah. I, I no, the to, pass. Yeah, the pitch yeah, that's was what behind. I mean. It, it went. Uh, it was a lateral. Yeah, it was yeah, lateral. right. Yeah, yes, absolutely. But I was trying to remember if it was behind Cooper. Did he have to turn, or was it in front of him where he could catch that it? Thing, you saw it, it, it he did. He just pivoted. Yeah, it hit him here. Right, right. And I don't. So I don't know. But yeah. he had a lane up the sideline. Yeah, he's yes. too busy oh, looking. Yes. I think he was excited. Yeah, you know, it's like, Cooper oh, this excited. is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my. That's okay. My, uh-huh. I guess we all had the same. Because <laughs> I realized we forgot to talk about <laughs> that. That was yours. Crazy. Yeah, that was wow. it. Because that was the only um, really mistake that they made the entire game. That's all I saw. If you're going to nitpick, then that's how that that first drive culminated. And that's not what we wanted in that regard. So after that, no hiccups at all. And of course, was, it, was it a perfect game otherwise? Can you? Um, they only had three penalties for like 15 well, yards. Here's, here's, Did we have a fumble or uh, any turnovers? Here's what I saw. Uh, after they punted on that first possession, it was touchdown, 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 touchdown. <laughs> I love that. Now one of them, one of <laughs> them was the, the interception return, pick six, the and, pick and six. then you start the second half, and there was a three and out, right? And then it was a touchdown on the special teams, and touchdown on the special teams, yes. And then we, it's tough to nitpick. Dak is kind of out after that. Uh huh. But yeah, so I, I think one of the things we we probably didn't talk enough about was. Zeke was running like Zeke. Uh, Although the numbers don't reflect No, they don't, but the touchdown run did. Uh, The fact that he got into the clear on the touchdown reception where it was a play fake, he went into the line and veered out, uh, and he was running well. So that means, and I made a point of this, I think, two weeks ago, that 
they other than Pollard's 58-yard touchdown run, they just don't run the ball in the end zone, especially in the red zone. Yes. And now in consecutive weeks, he's got a 13-yard touchdown run and an 11-yard touchdown run. And, they and he a, finished they had... it off diving for the pylon. That so was, that was a great. I can't believe. So they whatever tried that to knee brace, whatever yeah. that knee brace is doing, it's working. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and he caught a pass. Down. And he caught a pass, too. Right, yeah, yeah. In the red zone. Yes. So we were clicking in the red zone. We were six clicking for all six. the way around. Yeah. Six for six, six in the red six. zone. That's right. After three of 13, was it? Or mm-hmm. three of 11? And, I mean, let's, and, you know, let's put things into perspective. We, we blew know. them out the way we're supposed to. Right. You could clearly see that some of the backups had no idea what they were doing. The, the play to Elliott. Looked just as the play to Schultz. They didn't cover either one of them. They're still not close to covering those. So you could see where, especially number 20 in the defensive backfield for, for Washington, he was never on his man. Right. He always looked lost. And they were playing backup linebackers. Yes, too. they were. It was a lot of backup stuff going on. But what, what it gave you a chance to do was to clarify what you need to do offensively. This is what it's supposed right. to look like. And when you talk about Zeke's running, the running is not uh, – spectacular, but it's effective because and, it's, and it's, it's moving yes. the chains. Yes. And it's it, we're getting enough on first down and second down to where they have to respect that run and they're bringing that safety down. We just want to bring that safety down. Once he comes down, then we're going to feast on the outside. So I'm loving it. So sort of like the problems when you have your fourth quarterback starting last night for the Saints? <laughs> <laughs> and a backup, backup right tackle? Uh. How's that guy? Wait, in the they league? had they had they played fifty seven different players. Yes, on yes on the Saints. They did they say it was like this a record in the game? No, well, no, meaning all season they they because the 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 uh, they played more than that. I'm sure in regards to no starters. I think they oh said. starters yes. starters. Yes. There you go starters. Yes. Okay. Fifty seven. That's a record. That's a record. I think the Redskins are right behind them. That's, all, that's like the Rangers uh, pitching staff. <laughs> right. They've gone through some seasons where they've used 57 starters, I think. That was Maybe not starters, but 57 well, yeah, pitchers, pitchers. That's enough. <laughs> pitchers alone. And I think the, the, the worst part for Ian Book was he didn't find out, I don't know, how, if he got a practice or two in, uh, and then they couldn't block. It, I mean, they were 0 for 9 on third down at one point. They gained, they had one, uh, they actually gained positive yardage once. Once. On positive. Third down. Positive yardage. Yes. Not first down, so, just positive yardage. So even though they didn't have a book on the uh, oh, Saints quarterback, they handled them pretty we well. <laughs> here we go. The poor, <laughs> the poor right tackle couldn't block anybody. They tried to diagram one play on why the blitz got there, and they were talking about the inside guy, you know, circling around. And I'm going, all you do is look at the right tackle. He blew his block. The guy went right around him like, <laughs> he, he, sure was, did. like he was a tombstone. He sure did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't care what kind of game they played inside. If that guy didn't get him, that guy was going right. to <laughs> Oh, poor Sean Payton. And then he couldn't get a break on calls. Yeah, they were dogging him. Yeah. It's something about the Saints. We, we, we fuss all the time, Cowboys, yeah. about getting bad calls. He's the right Saints there. Are most, they are the most consistent team in getting the worst calls. He must have been on that competition committee and gave a bunch of those officials bad grades. <laughs> he had something. so much to do before the half. He wanted to fuss at one of his players and get that straight. And before he did that, he's like, hey, hey come here, come here, come here, come here. He's yeah. talking to the referee. Right. And we got to talk because he had just given a bogus call. And on he wasn't talking. 
talking. He was yelling. Yeah, he was. All right. There's more from that legal pad of Mickey's that we're going to get to. And mix shots continue in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com cowboys. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. <laughs> Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, January 1st to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, appearances by the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and alumni, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Get excited for game day. Visit attstadium.com slash rally days for tickets and more information. And I don't know that the Cowboys could get 93,400 and change into that stadium more excited than they were on Sunday night. <laughs> big crowd, big crowd. Yeah, you know, I was uh, go ahead. I was going to say as Jerry said when he was asked about the crowd today uh, on on his fan report, he said Wait they were it. so excited, <laughs> they were eating the popcorn boxes, not just oh, the popcorn. <laughs> this man oh, is crazy. Okay. He has got the he has got the most. Wait, a wordsmith? Yes, he's like you. He's uh-huh. not his own just the popcorn. Right? He's, a, he's his own wordsmith. Um, I was doing live shots yesterday in the Plaza Tostitos Championship Plaza. Yes, a lot of a lot of activity there uh, yesterday. A lot of fans just hanging out and basking in the glory of a victory Monday. And one little kid came up to me and I said, "So what do you think of that game yesterday?" Hey, 
Dak won the my fantasy football championship for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's all that matters. Cool right now. It's about a 12-year-old kid. And what were you <laughs> doing out there, Bill? Uh, well, I'll get to that in just a second. Mm-hmm. From a fantasy football perspective, okay, it's crazy right now. As people that play fantasy football out there, I've got – I'm in three leagues, and I literally don't pay attention to these teams all week long. Well, why are you in it? We, I got a family one, I've got a neighborhood one, and I've got one here at Cowboys TV. Uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. and so it literally is right before kickoff. Before I each week look at the lineup and realize, <laughs> oh, I got to make these adjustments. Okay, so somehow I was in the, the in two leagues. I was in the in the semifinals. This past Sunday. And oh, so nice. I look at my team, and I went, on one of my teams, I had literally six guys in my starting lineup who were out, COVID or injury <laughs> or whatever. And so I just had to start picking up guys off the waiver. Okay, let me show you. I picked up Damian Harris, the New England running back, who for some reason was out there. He got 28 points. I picked up wow. Justin Jackson. He got me 30 points. Wow. I, the only guy that I really had on the team was T. Higgins. Cincinnati. He got me 40 nice. points. Yes, I picked up Joshua Palmer of the Chargers. He got me 12.8 points. Dawson Knox of the Bills because Kelsey was out. He got me 8 points, whatever. And then and I just blew away my opponent. Nice. In, in, on both so of what those does that two. tell you? I don't know. <laughs> it tells you you don't have to study hard to be a winner <laughs> right. that crap. That's right. It's all fantasy. That's uh, it. It is. It. I never got into that. I never did either. I never it, it's did. just really in the last five to seven, eight years, something like that. I just, just. I tried. We, we would have, we have a neighborhood fantasy draft party, and then everybody in the neighborhood just forgets about it all it's season. So basically, it's just yeah. it's bringing and, the nerds into right. sports. That's what it's I doing. tried that, which one, is a good thing. One summer with baseball. When it was, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what it was called. Somebody quit a league, and a buddy of mine said, "Oh, you can take it over. It's a lot of fun, right?" Well, it's all based on percentage, right? And you have your roster. It's not fantasy. You got to manage your roster. So I would be stubborn. It's like, well, that's the best pitcher. He's got to go, you know. And then you leave him in one inning too long, and the percentages <laughs> catch up with you, right? And I would stay up to two o'clock in the morning playing these games, trying to make up. And I'm going never again. Never. I'm, I'm too. Uh-uh. I'm too competitive. Yeah, I can remember <laughs> when I was coaching that junior high so- softball team, fast pitch girls. I'd be at work scribbling out. My, oh, I do that. All. I my, did my, that. My lineup, right? Oh, the batting I order. I did the exact the same whole thing. thing. I, and it was like. And this was real. I can't imagine what I do. I did the exact same thing. You know, you'd set that girls' softball lineup where you got a cleanup hitter in the four hole, and then you got another <laughs> one in the eighth, and you got the bad hitter. You know, you got it. There's a real strategy yes. involved. Did it make a difference? Yeah. It did. It did. It oh, definitely yes. did. Oh, no yes. doubt. Yeah, right. yeah, there's no doubt about it. Okay. But it was funny. It was hilarious as we're uh, my wife and I we were sitting in the den watching games, the noon games on Sunday. Yeah. She wasn't really watching. She was doing whatever. But I, I would <laughs> shout every time, like Justin Jackson scored a touchdown. <laughs> I was going, "This is amazing!" Like, Who is that? <laughs> they don't play for the Cowboys. And I didn't Why even have so my excited? I didn't even have my guy Rex Burkhead on the team, and he had, he went Man, for 149 yards and two touchdowns. Did you see I just saw something that came <laughs> that on, was the, amazing, Bill. on the TV, and they were doing a fantasy thing, and it was uh, drafting available fantasy uh, players going forward, and Burkhead was the number one guy. Thir- amazing, 31 man. years old, ninth year in the league, 
And he went, and he's playing for the Texans. And he's playing for the Texans. But he, he balled out. It's hard to play. It's hard to know, ball out in a you know losing what? situation. And he was but averaging. they won. And, and he they was, kicked. But well, hell, he had a hundred something yards. They he had one hundred forty nine yards. Yeah. But he was. I didn't. I was going to play him. One hundred fifty yards. I'm man. the president of the Rex Burkhead <laughs> fan club, and I didn't put him in my fantasy football lineup when I had to have somebody. When was somebody the last be, time he had one hundred fifty yards? He's had some hundred yard games. Hundred fifty. No, no, that's the first time. One hundred fifty. Yeah. Come on, at thirty. But plus the reason years old. at thirty one years old. Come on. Okay. That's, that was amazing. Two thousand thirteen. That was amazing. Sixth round draft pick. That was amazing. We took Joseph Randall. Go ahead, Mickey. <laughs> so since we've been talking, so wait, wait, wait. He wants he wants Burkhead to be here now. <laughs> right. Forget Zeke. We got Zeke. No, I, no I, Burkhead. No. Who I else want, did we get? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Just as the third back in his role, just like he was with the Patriots. Tom Brady would take him in a heartbeat, Except especially with what's going on yeah, there. You can't too. get your buddies to release a guy and then play That's what I'm I, – I, I wanted – let's release Burkhead down there. Nick Casario, the GM, he, of course, he was with the Patriots forever, and so that's why he wound up there. And nice. he's coming off an ACL, too. Houston has a big connection with uh, yeah. Boston. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So since we've been talking about interceptions and takeaways, I – Noticed here on the latest NFL stats, the Cowboys are tied for second with a plus 14 differential. Takeaway. Turnover differential. Turnover pretty good. differential. Mm-hmm. That's right. First is Green Bay at plus 16. And how are they doing in the standings? <laughs> Green Bay? Uh-huh. I think they've already clinched yeah, everything yeah, they can number clinch one, so far. Yeah, right? so far number Except one. Except the number one uh, seed. So right? far so, number one. So the number one seed in the in the NFC is plus 16, and the number two seed is plus 14. Along with Indianapolis, which has Man, got they're... something to play for. Except they are <laughs> not going to have their quarterback He's this out week. for 10 days. 10 days. Does that uh, eliminate the second game, too? I hate to ask who the backup is. It's uh, Sam Ellinger. Oh, it's Ellinger. That's right. I think hmm. he's he's number two. And they've got an important game. This I think week. Sam. Hey, every game. I think important. Sam could play pretty well. I, I really do. He reminds me of Carson. He remi- I mean, sometimes in a good way. So check mm-hmm. out here's the here's the top teams in the turnover turnover differential. Mm-hmm. Green Bay, Indianapolis, Dallas, Buffalo, Arizona, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, New England. That's the top eight before a team shows up that. Denver, I don't know if they got a chance. I don't think they have a chance anymore in the playoffs. Uh, Obviously, Houston. Kansas City, the Rams are tied for ninth along with Seattle. Uh, And then comes New Orleans at 14th. Hmm. So the only team, the Chargers still have a chance. I think yes, the Chargers. Everybody still has Philadelphia. Chance. Twenty, 20 <laughs> no, three yeah. teams still have a chance. <laughs> the Chargers, chance. <laughs> Philadelphia are tied for fifteenth, and Miami's eighteenth, and Pittsburgh's eighteenth. Cincinnati's twentieth. After that, it's all the also rans, except mm-hmm. for Vegas, because I still think they have. Oh, how about Baltimore? They're twenty ninth. They're minus ten. Too many. Too many gambles. Right, too many gambles. So anyway, uh, but the Cowboys are first with 33 takeaways, and they are first with 25 interceptions. Okay, the Colts. Uh, by the way, they play the Raiders on Sunday, and then they close at Jacksonville. Mm. So, 
what a great story it would be. And and Sam Ellinger is the guy that's likely to start uh, for the Colts against the Ravens. What a great story it would be if Sam Ellinger is able to come in there and basically secure a playoff spot for the Colts with what all he had gone through this year. His his brother died tragically right. in the spring right after he was drafted uh, by the either. Colts. Yeah, it was a tragic uh, situation. At UT, right? At, yeah, he was he, uh reserve linebacker on the UT football oh, team. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well. yeah. And so Sam had to deal with that just as he had uh, making the transition into the NFL. And well, he, he's a strong, high care. You know, of course, he had lost his father uh, when he was either in high school. I guess he was in high school or early on it when he was at UT. Mm-hmm. But it would be that would be a great story if Sam Ellinger can lead them in the I playoffs. Promise you, I promise I truly think he can. Um, he's solid quarterback. Mm-hmm. Had those problems in, at UT. I, you know, I guess because he was going through so much. I had no idea that what he was going through. But I just thought he didn't play up to his potential, especially his last year there. And the way he plays, his size, the way he runs the ball, he's a lot like Carson Wentz. And if he could just stay away from those Wentz mistakes, mm-hmm. I think he'll do pretty well. I think he fits, fits well, well into, he, that, he into lean, that system. How about lean on that running back? Jonathan Taylor. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah. Just just hand it off and go, man. But but he's got to be able to show enough throwing the football right. that that defenses aren't leaning Which he on can. that running back. Yeah, I, I truly right. believe that he can. Yep. I really do. Yeah. All right, Mickey. Got Mick shot to close us out with our final minute here. I was trying to see if Ellinger had any. He hasn't had playing time. You could talk to, to Mickey. Have it, it in here. Um, Tyron Smith. <laughs> Tyron Smith. <laughs> Jerry Jones uh, backed up Stevens' assessment on Monday uh, this morning, saying he's betting that Tyron Smith is good to go. So really, they're uh, counting on him. We'll find out more tomorrow when they hmm. go to practice. But was not ready for that. Uh, Jerry basically said that, uh, and he was asked if he ever got to catch a pass as an offensive lineman. <laughs> and he said, I got mine before I became a guard. I was a fullback. Was he really? Yeah. And he said practice was a lot easier as a fullback than being a guard and getting hit every play, every snap. So Now, back then, the fullback carried the football. Oh, lot. yeah. Well, remember – uh, there was a primary back was the fullback because a lot of time because technically Jim Brown was a fullback mm-hmm. right? Uh, wow, I never knew that. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and um, Green Bay um, Horning was the tailback. They called it a the halfback. I think was oh why am I Jim Taylor? Jim Taylor of LSU mm-hmm. was the fullback and he was their leading rusher all the time. Now, Harding was the leading scorer because he'd kick field goals, too. Walt Garrison ran for a lot of yards as a fullback. Right. One year, he led the Big Eight in rushing at Oklahoma State, believe it or not. I said, are you serious? He was like, well, what do you mean? And I said, you were a fullback. (laughs) Hey, man, he could run. He could run. That's That's right. And he'd run through a wall, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, they talked about Rayfield Wright catching – uh, his touchdown. They actually showed the video. Is and, that it? And there's Mickey's the headline the, uh, right there. Newspaper clipping and a con- confirmation. A tight end. He was number 85. 85. I saw the video. Yes. And uh, it wasn't necessarily on the sideline. It was kind of like over the no, middle. It was, who, who showed it? 
uh, NFL Network. Okay. Oh, and they did. Yeah. Now, they did they did. They make the claim they that Nicky did? They that cl- he was wearing number 85. I think they and listened that, to our show. And like, we tipped them off. Clarified yeah. that it was a tight end. They, they, pass, they, they knew it was a tight tackle. end, but just for the sake of the story itself, they called him. And there you tackle. go, the fake news again. Yeah, right that, there. yeah but, you but get, they, you they get the real story he was, here. They actually did say that he was. They want. They want to to continue the narrative. Yeah. Well, so we, that, so we we have corrected yes. and clarified the narrative and that I actually Rayfield Wright was a tight end on that. And end. I passed the, right. the picture on to the Cowboys PR department that showed that he had the ball in his hand. He sure did. Eighty five. Eighty five. He looked good. Right? Mm-hmm. He looked really good. He was lean. He was a hell of an athlete. Yeah, he was excited. He was excited. Think about that. that. And he ended up at, was it Valdosta State? Mm, uh, he's Fort, no. No. Fort Valley? Fort Valley. Yeah, Fort Valley. Fort yeah. Valley, yeah. Fort Valley yeah. Georgia. Yeah. 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 And HBCU, man. Come and that's on. where taking he. My, taking our shine. And that's where he ended up <laughs> in college, right? Because probably didn't have a lot of opportunities. No, Fort Valley. No, he's at Fort Valley. What do you think his playing weight was, as, even as a offensive tackle? Ooh. I bet he was in the two sixty. I was going to say two seventy. I would, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if he was two fifty. Well, he was playing he basketball. Yeah. He really did look good. And the only reason he got that scholarship is he was already, as he told the story, uh, he signed up for the military, and he had to pull strings uh, for someone to allow him out of his military commitment to go to college, and whoever uh, uh, did that basically told him, when you go there, you got to finish. Otherwise, you're back in the military. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ended up finishing, and they convinced him to play football. How about that? <laughs> I'm going to stay here. I'm not going out there. He, he, he <laughs> said, stay right he here said, in Georgia. He said, I had a lot of incentive to <laughs> stay in college. He's, a, he's one of the few black men. I'm going to stand in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good mixed shot to end on. Yes, there. yes absolutely. It was. Only because it was right. my birthday. Yes, only because right. it was my birthday. Started with a birthday and ended That's up it. on Rayfield Wright. There you go. Covered a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, enjoy the rest of your birthday, Everson. You got will, big plans sir. tonight? Yes. Uh, wife's taking me out. And uh, right. just going to hang where out. Would, a bit. Where are we going to meet you? <laughs> <laughs> you see, I didn't say. Yeah, I know. And by <laughs> the way, on Everson's birthday on CBS 11 tonight, we've got an exclusive. Everson Walls with Trayvon Diggs. Yes, that we was surprised fun. Trayvon Diggs uh, in, a, in a Zoom interview yesterday. We really did surprise him. He, he oh, was you not did. ready for that. Well, no, he, <laughs> he was not. It was good to see him laugh and, and have a good and time. So at 6 and 10 tonight on CBS 11, uh, we're showing that, and I think we're going to replay that tomorrow here on Mix Shots, if I can get permission, that which I think sounds, I can. That sounds good, and I'm going to use one excerpt from it in my story about Everson. Uh, in his reaction to Diggs' eleventh uh, interception, eleventh interception, eleven cupcakes Can you for eleven interceptions. Here? I can't believe he made eleven already. That's pretty cool. All right, so we will see you tomorrow here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!